Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Hello, darlings, and welcome to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. I am your host, Monica Lee, you know, like, duh. (laughs) And I have a very special guest with me tonight because it is the guys' night. And we are talking about masturbation. Y'all all need to say that together right now. Get it out of your system because so many people can't say it. Masturbation. It's May, and May is National Masturbation Month. So I have a very special guest, like I said. Sunny is here for the first time, so welcome. Sunny, thank you for being on the front porch with me. I'm excited to be here, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you said yes. That's, uh, that, 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 that got me excited. You know, I tell everybody, come and speak and slap my butt. That's how excited I was. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, well, a lot of... I know what you were... Oh, Go ahead. I, I know when you were talking about the, the mass, maybe a masturbation month that I heard you on your little video blog, and I was like, i got to get into this. So <laughs> I'm pretty excited to, to accept the offer. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad you popped up. It was divine. It was meant to be. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people are ashamed of masturbating. Or they they can't even say the word. And I am everybody that knows me, you know, they know I'm I'm a very prim and proper kind of girl, but I will shock the hell out of somebody when they expect it. And I'm like, Yeah, I rubbed one out. <laughs> I was with a guy who was kind of sexually repressed. And um he would call me at night and he would ask me, he goes, so what are you doing? I'm rubbing one out. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll let you go. Talk to you later. Bye. And I'm like, you know, hoping that that would engage him to mm-hmm. maybe some phone fun time with him. I mean, no, we were dating. Wow. No, it didn't work. He just let me do my business and Mm-hmm. You know, it was a lonely time, but whatever. Okay. So, yeah, you? you know, <laughs> guys, just, you know, from the beginning of time, we're judged for our for embracing our sexuality. And women are not supposed to even think about sex. And men jack off in the in the bathroom, in the corner, behind a magazine, you know, whether it was, you know, Women's Day or, um, <laughs> you know, whatever their mothers had lying around at the time, and, and they're judged for it, because very early on, from a very early age, you know, little boys and little girls touch themselves, because it's, mm-hmm. they're, they're curious about our bodies. And especially little boys. Oh. Little boys are curious about what's this thing in the front of me, you know? And we're told, and we tell them, no, 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 you know, don't do that. So from a very early age, we're taught that that's bad. And we carry that. Yeah. And it becomes a guilty thing. It's, it's surrounded by shame. And then, you know, we might be in a relationship where... Our partner might not be so open to it. And I know 
I talk about this all the time, is that women will message me and they get so upset because their man wakes up with a heart on. I'm like, honey, if he's got a raging boner, <laughs> climb it like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> and they can't because they think you're having some kind of affair in in your dream or something. So right. tonight we're gonna bust through all of that. We're gonna be very open. So mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about men and masturbation. That's so, good. <laughs> so what you doing over there, Sonny? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> probably masturbating. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's funny because the, the first time I, you know, uh, that I can remember masturbating and having my first orgasm for masturbation was when I was 12, and uh, I was hooked ever since. And um, it, it, it's true what you say that sometimes we're made to feel guilty about it. You know, um, mom saying don't touch yourself while you're touching yourself and stuff. But I've learned that um, you learn your erotic zones and stuff, and you can share that with your partner. Um, not only that, but when you and your partner can actually masturbate together, it actually enhances your, your sex life, at least for me speaking. Exactly. But, and it's, yeah. you know, a lot of people think that, and especially with women, I tell them, <clears throat> let him explore you. If you are too shy to find out what feels good to you because honey if you don't know what feels good to you how in the hell are you going to tell him what feels good and what to do so I love mutual masturbation that's Mm -hmm. it does enhance the relationship the physical part of the relationship and you're very vulnerable Mm -hmm. and it's not just with the intent of penetration it is Mm -hmm you actually exploring my body and I'm just saying that in general (laughs) (laughs) you in general, me in general um, that I'm I'm at my most vulnerable because I'm letting you explore me when I don't even know what, maybe I missed a spot and that's going to be for you to find do that (laughs) I'm just saying. When it comes to that, you know, you're talking about that when it comes to to men uh, going to the yummy spot of the woman. You know, a lot of times, you know, I I remember the first time I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was just lifting and lapping all over the place and just hoping I hit something. And uh, when you're not, you know, giving the communication from the female saying, you know, no, not there, come up a little bit more whatever, you know, you're just down there making a bunch of noise pretty much. But uh, it's, it's neat when, when you can have that communication um, during that time. And, and like you said, how do you know what feels good to you if, you don't, if you've never felt it yourself, you know, you haven't found that spot yourself, to let your partner know where they need to go, you know? Exactly. And it all comes down to open communication. And and guys, again, you know, guys are considered the ultimate pervs. If <laughs> you know, if you're even jacking off, I mean, I right. have so many women that will message me and tell me that there's something wrong with my boyfriend, husband, whatever his relationship is to her, because. He just can't get enough, and all he wants to do is jack off. <laughs> and sometimes you have a mismatched libido. Yeah. Sometimes it's the woman that has the higher sex drive. But mm-hmm. a lot of women take it offensively if their man is rubbing one out or self-pleasuring. Right. Have you ever been embarrassed or ashamed of anything like that? Well, I I, I did at first when, when you know um, I guess the, in my while I was married, you know, I'm divorced now, but in my marriage I used to, to masturbate a lot, um, and I was always making feel guilty about it, you know, like it was a bad thing to do. Um, 
But after after my divorce, I kind of rediscovered myself and discovered my body and and realized that you know um, it's it's fun, it's enjoyable, it's something that I, I like. It, it relieves stress, number one, you know. And uh, yeah, of uh, course. Interesting thing, yeah. Interesting thing that I did is that I videotaped myself masturbating uh, just not too long ago, just out of curiosity. I want to see. You know what it looked like, <laughs> and I kind of felt guilty in it. And I believe I called you about that and said, "Hey, is this normal? You know, is this something that that's uh, uh, normal?" And then you just kind of chuckled at me, like, <laughs> "You know, there's well, nothing I mean, wrong with what, you know." <laughs> what made what led you to believe that it might have not been normal? I, I guess the way that people would perceive it. Um, I guess. Uh, I don't know, I, I get, you know, in the world that we've been in nowadays, like you were talking about, you know, people think of masturbation as being something perverted or something dirty, you know. Right. And, um, so I, I, and I believe that's probably why I videotaped. I wanted to see if it really was dirty looking, you know, but I found myself being turned on by it, you know. It was like uh, something that was even more exciting for me, you know, you know seeing that and uh I don't know. I, I just uh, I've just been experimenting a lot, you know, with with that, with with masturbation. You know, I, you know, I, I think if you do it out in the public area, you know, that's when it becomes perverted and kind of. Well, it might be a little know, dangerous uh, there. Yeah. I mean, that you're bordering yeah. on. <laughs> Although, but, you know, but, there are some people who push it to the limits and mm-hmm. um, and take it there and do that. Right. But it's it's interesting when 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 you're with a partner, and all of a sudden you start rubbing yourself and shirking yourself. It's it's interesting the expression on their face. Like at first they're like, "What are you doing?" You I know. know. But then but then when you talk to them and say, "Go ahead and rub yourself," you know, I just I want to see it. Then all of a sudden it becomes exotic and it becomes sensual and it becomes part of the, the you know the process. You know, and it actually becomes uh, something that's enjoyable and that you look forward to doing the next time. Exactly. And, again, you're letting all your inhibitions go at that moment. And, yes, it may just be for your partner, but a lot of people can't even do that. And I am quite the lawyer, so I, I want to be there. I want to watch. If you wake mm-hmm. up in the middle of the night and you're doing it, wake me up. Wake me up. I, I won't. I, I will be quiet. I won't make a noise. I, you know, I, I want to be part of the. I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> you know, if you're at work and you have to go to the bathroom, and, you know, I, I want to be part of what, you know, that person is about. I don't ever want them to feel like they have to be in secret or that, you know, they have to attach shame to it. Not at all, because mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, I don't want that to be part of, you know, mine. Because I'm, I'm very open you know, with my partner. Yeah. Not that I have a partner, I'm very single. But, again, mm-hmm. it's that whole generalization, the air quotes going on here. <laughs> but if I did have a partner, partner, you know, I would want, you know, us to both be very, open with each other because that's truly how it should be. And, you, you know, when you sent me that, I was like, no, it's it's, it's actually quite common that uh, mm-hmm. men do that. Of course, you know, you have men that will send stuff like that to women they don't even know. We live in the time of social media. I mean, I wake up every day and I got... 10, 12 dick pics in my in my inbox. Man, I don't even know. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not some a sort of masturbation. Some sort of masturbation went on to get that hard on for them to take a picture. Exactly. Of it, so, it didn't just magically appear. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it was morning. Maybe they woke up like that and, hey, look what I got. Good morning, Monica. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a caller. Who we have? Erica nine five six. You are on the front porch with Monica Lee. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's Ernie. Hey, Ernie, how's it going? It's going pretty good. 
Welcome to the front porch. Um, happy to be here. <laughs> We're talking about masturbation. Well, that's fun. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> What's that? No, I just wanted to say, like, you know, like, yeah, I I totally, like, I've been in those kind of situations where, you know, I've been in a relationship and, you know, like, I just kind of, like, you know, when we sleep, when we slept together, it was kind of like, you know, when I would get an erection or whatever, I would actually start rubbing one out and then, like, I guess I would wake her up and then she'll kind of wake up too and then she'd do it for me and I was just like you know and then she would tell me to return the favor and I was just like oh alright then well did that um, embarrass you or what was that what was that like for you it, it was a little bit embarrassing but you know I got the best part out of it so I guess it wasn't that embarrassing after after it was over, but it was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> well, it's the initial experience. I think it's the initial, initial experience that you kind of think is this right, is this wrong, what's going on here, and then when you find out that she joins in with it, it's like it's, it's exciting. You're kind of like, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of putting yourself out there on a limb. <laughs> you're kind of like, oh my god, again because we're taught that. Don't touch. Don't touch. So, yeah. um, well, now, you know, now that you've gotten that first initial experience out of the way, you know, it should be something that I think every couple should should bring up with each other. And, again, you know, it's, it's not so much that we have that final goal of penetration, you know, to get the big O through through penetration because 75% of women cannot reach orgasm through penetration. Mm-hmm. And you need to have that manual stimulation there. And, you know, when you can come together as a couple and do that, oh, sweet baby Jesus wrapped in his little bitty blanket, it's mind-blowing because and when you take the pressure off of, and I'm saying, you know, women take the pressure off of the guy to bring her to climax through penetration, and it's just that exploring. You take everything off of the table, and it's like, you know what, tonight we're just going to explore. And I tell women to do this for their man, too, because, you know, I've had men tell me that, they can only orgasm if it's at a certain speed, a certain pressure, and it's like a mus- like muscle memory. Do you guys agree or no? I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, especially if you've been single for a while, I you know, I would say, and these were guys who had been single for a while, and now they are in a relationship or in a space where they're having more sex than they had been having and they're not reaching orgasm. So then they go into their head like, oh my God, I've got erectile dysfunction or something like that. And I, you know, will sit there and and go through the the steps with them of, okay, where where were you? What was it like? And what is preventing it? Now, and, you know, they'll tell me, you know, I've been so used to doing it by myself for so long that I'm not able to, one, relax enough to to let myself go with the woman, mm-hmm. or it just feels so foreign to me that I can't. So, I like to tell women, hey, why not stroke him? Why not? get him used to your touch why not get him used to a different pattern a different pressure 
Are y'all okay over there? Y'all are awfully quiet. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're getting the good information. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, so I, I, yeah, I totally agree though, you know, we get, I think it's like you were saying muscle memory, um, I think even when you do masturbate a lot and then when you actually have penetration, you have to go at a certain speed, you have to be at a certain angle, hit the right spot in order to achieve orgasm, uh, because that's what you, you kind of train yourself to, to feel every time. Um, right. So yeah, that's really And I've, I've had... I work with a lot of, um, or I should say a lot, but quite a few men that are in the military and they've been deployed for a long time. And when they come back, they're like, you know, they tell me this, you know, that's one of the issues that they have is because, you know, you don't have any privacy and you only have X amount of minutes. And so, that's all that gets, you know, they can still feel is fast and hard and get it done and over with just to release. And right. now it's like, okay, we got to bring you back to that sensual, back into your body, back to that sexual energy to awaken and not just be focused down there, but bring that sexual energy throughout your body. So I will tell them, you know, if they're not with somebody, they don't have a partner to explore by themselves and slow it down and try to, you know, as if you did have a partner and slow it down and try different, you know, hand techniques or different speeds and different pressures and release that pattern there. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you think the same uh, applies to a female, or you know, um, you think they get like uh, when, when they masturbate a lot? Do you think they have a, like a trained feeling that they have to feel in order to achieve an orgasm? Or oh yeah, I mean, there are some women who can only well, like I said, women have it a little bit different as it is because most of the time women cannot climax have that big O through penetration so we need to have that extra stimulation and some women it's not that they get used to having their toy but they need that clitoral stimulation you know with their toy their vibrator their whatever or their, you know, hand to reach climax. It's just, you know, now it's like, okay, now I have the penetration. And, you know, that's why I tell women, if you're having issues with achieving orgasm, the best thing to do is to climb him because you are in in control of that. You can lean forward. You can find your spot, you know, His his love wand is in you. Now you can maneuver like a joystick. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever position you need to get to find that G spot, to find that A spot, Mm -hmm. to find that O spot. And you lean forward a little bit, and you've got that clitoral stimulation. And guys, Mm -hmm. I know there are guys out there that like the bare floors, bare, you know, hardwood floors. But we like a little bit of a throw rug down there. <laughs> we like a little throw rug because it tickles the clitoris and it gives a little bit more sensation there for us. And yeah, sometimes if you go slipping and sliding on that bare floor, mm-hmm. it kind of hurts a bit. So give us a little yeah. friction. <laughs> I mean, I, I think a lot of times. I think a lot of times the guys when they come in, they come in like gladiators, and they like we got to pound it hard and and go as fast as we can in order to to, to satisfy them. And um, I, I know when you're you know in your twenties and thirties, that's kind of the deal. But I, I realize that in my forties, you know, um, it's really an art form. And, uh, it is. You know, it's it not really about is. it's not about how hard and how fast you go, but it's it's how you you work it. You know. And um, exactly. I, it's... I, 
Faster doesn't always mean better, guys. Don't do it, Mabel. (laughs) You know, slow it down. You know, when you slow it down, you're able again to feel your body. You're able to slow it down and think that energy and think that breathing. So you engage and you activate that sexual energy, that kundalini energy with each other. And it's like wave after wave of orgasms with each other. And it's like whole body, whole body orgasm. And it's a religious experience, spiritual experience. And you can you can even have that again through mutual masturbation. If you take out the whole aspect of and and <laughs> I was doing a radio show this morning, a spot on a show this morning, and they were you know um, asking me about this, and I was telling them I said you know guys just because you've got fingers, it's not going to replace your cock, your penis. <laughs> Your loved one, your sparkler, you've got, you know, if I'm telling you to slow it down with your loved one, slow it down with your fingers. Angry masturbation is not the same as angry sex. (laughs) 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 Don't do it. Don't do it. You know, so... Slow it down. Everybody's always in such a rush. Slow it down. I mean, I know sometimes we're on our lunch break, but I mean, hell, even 30 minutes, you should be able to get a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you if you get an hour, you know. <laughs> so... When it comes to relationships, did you ever get in trouble for waking up with, um, or dating or anything, waking up with a hard on? You, you talking to me? Whoever wants to answer, both of y'all. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never gotten in trouble for waking up with one. Uh, usually I would get um, a funny look if I'm touching it. <laughs> but if I'm waking up with one... Um, no, no. You, you usually, usually don't get any feedback on that. <laughs> I think that's one of the most so. beautiful things to see in the morning. Mm-hmm. I really do, and I'm not just saying that. I really do because well, at my it, age, it's a very beautiful thing to see in the morning. <laughs> I think it still works. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! How old are you? <laughs> Forty-nine. <laughs> Oh, you're still young. You're yeah. still young. So you know when you hit your fifties, you start slowing down. But I refuse. I just refuse. <laughs> you know, I have couples that are in their nineties still going at it like mm-hmm. rabbits. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll be that. I will be that little old lady with the dirty mouth. You know, grabbing my man's ass. Hopefully, I will have a man by then. But <laughs> putting it out to the universe, um, you know, and and probably you know, still giving you know giving him roadhead or something or whatever <laughs> at ninety or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know why not? Why not? <laughs> Ernie, what about you? Um, um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I, yeah, I've woken up with a few hard-ons, but, you know, it's a little different for me now since I've been single since... I've been single for, like, eight, eight or nine years already, so, you know, I, I'm really more like confused on you know ways to talk to a girl now so I just kind of you know like put myself somewhere where the guys don't want to be and that's the friend zone so you know I kind of really my sex life is dead (laughs) well we need to rev it up we need to 
get you out there and I mean I'm not telling you that you need to go and hump everything that has a breath and a pulse but you know we need to get you out there I mean you're still young and everybody deserves to have the sex life that they want that they need that they crave totally agree Sometimes you just got to get past the whatever's holding you back. What do you think holds you back? I'm I'm too nice, and I guess you know females see that as a threat because they like to occasionally date the bad boy, and you know that's not that's not exactly who I am. So. And if I and if I you know act like the way that the guys act, they have the girls, you know I just get ignored and forgot forgotten about. So you know I just stick to my being nice plan, and hopefully someday somebody sees the kindness and the heart. So until then, I'm just gonna be single for now. Do you have anything to tell him, Sonny? Any advice? Yeah, I, th- I think I think a lot of times we we have that misconception that nice guys finish last, and that's totally that's totally false. Um, I think nice guys uh, can come out on top. They just got to be a little more confident in who they are. You know, <coughs> a lot of times we'll see see a woman that we're interested in. I, I'm a nice guy myself. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I still believe in being a gentleman, opening doors, and and doing all those things my daddy taught me to do for a woman. And um, uh, sometimes women like to chase the bad boys. <laughs> so what I did is I kind of gave myself a bad boy image with tattoos and piercings and that's just uh, who I am. But uh, deep inside I'm a nice guy, and I, I kind of built up my confidence to be able to just go out and, and start talking uh, to females and, and find out that uh, girls do like nice guys. And uh, I think a lot of times we just... We, we seem to think that we're not what they're after or looking for. They just gotta have the confidence to go up and talk. And you, I, I think you'll find that uh, that you may be uh, more apt to to have women chase after you than, than you than you think. You know. I totally agree. And it, again, you know, as far as the bad boy, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you have the you have the those women that are out there that want a certain, it's not that they're looking for the bad boy, because nobody wants the bad boy, nobody wants, you know, the dangerous, but they think they want that image, you know, Mm -hmm. that maybe it's a fetish, maybe it's a fantasy, but, you know, there really are some bad guys out there, and they don't, they're not very nice. That's not the ultimate goal of what a woman wants. I think she, you know, just, she wants the nice guy, with the confidence, a little cockiness, a little self-esteem, you know, no, take the ego out, but a lot of self-confidence yeah. and be nice. I totally yeah, I agree I with think women, Yeah, I, I don't think women uh, want to be with men they feel that they can walk all over. You know, I, I think they want a man that will kind of like speak up, be confident in who they are and you know what they want, and I think I think I think you know really the sexiness comes on how you 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 present yourself. You know, it doesn't depend on your weight, your size, you know, how big your breasts are or anything. Like that. I think it's how you carry yourself. And, um, oh, definitely. You know, my gosh, you know, I I can't I've I've dated girls that that some guys are looking and say, why are you with her? And I'm like, well, look how she carries herself, man. She's as sexy as all get out. <laughs> By the way, she carries herself, her confidence and just her attitude, her, you know, and uh, her positive vibe just, you know, it just draws me to them, you know. And I, I think I think we have a really misconception on what sexiness is, and um, people are just looking for what they perceive the magazine to show to be the hunks, the six-pack abs, you know, with the large breasts and stuff. But that's, that's really not it. It's, it's the whole package of the person that makes them sexy. Exactly. I mean, I'm no Victoria's Secret model. No offense to them. I think they're all beautiful. 
but uh, the I'm curvy. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm curvy. I got the boobs. I got the butt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and yeah. I, I don't even think I was like that at birth. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I carry myself a certain way because I genuinely love myself. I embrace yeah. who I am and what I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, for me, I want the man that is going to walk into the room and lock eyes with me. And I, I don't see the physical body. When I'm talking to someone, I don't see their physical body. I see their spirit. I see their eyes and how they speak to me. Stimulate my mind. Oh, Lord. And you stimulate mm-hmm. the rest. And I have, you know, that attracts me the most. I don't want that whole, um, you know, when you say bad boy, what exactly is the bad boy? Is it the guy with the tattoos? Is it the guy with the facial hair? Is it the guy that, you know, rides a motorcycle? Is, is it the guy that wears the suit? You know, everybody's got their definition of the bad boy. <clears throat> is it the guy that skirts along breaking the law? <laughs> you know, what exactly is a bad boy? But I... For me, and I can, I know I speak for a lot of women, we want a nice guy that is yeah. very self-assured. We don't want, you know, when they say nice guys finish last, you know, most women will say, you know, we don't want a guy that we can walk all over. Mm-hmm. Or we don't want a guy that um, is going to... Not you know if I've got if we're going out and something's about to go down, I don't want to have to take care of him because he's hiding behind me. <laughs> you know, um, you know, we want that guy that's going to be able to, you know, show up for us and you know in all aspects. So I think that you know that's. So you, how long were you married, Sonny? 24 years. 24 years. How long have you been single? Uh, It's been about seven, eight years now. And do you find dating difficult now? I mean. Oh, my gosh. You know, (laughs) because of social media. That's a whole other show, isn't it? Yeah, that that is, man. You know, you got all these different uh, dating apps that you go on to. The it's not like it used to be, you know, where you go to a pub or a bar or you know, a disco or dance or something, and and, and you bump into somebody. It's, it's you're basing everything off of what you see off the internet, and a lot of times what you come across is people wanting to perceive a different person and who they are to, to try to to draw you you in. And then when you meet that person, they're nothing like what they present themselves to be on, on social media. So I think social media, it can be a good outlet for, for finding somebody to date, but it can also be very harm, harmful and, and kind of discouraging uh, at the same time. Um, yeah, it's just it's been, it's been a roller coaster ride with the, with the online dating. So. I agree. I was, you know, I was, you know, was out in the online dating scene for a, a while back, and it was rather difficult. It's, I mean, but you know, even going out now to the grocery store, to the gym, or meeting the old-fashioned way in person, you know, just by chance, I think everybody still. I don't know what the you know. It's not that they hide behind their social media. But they still are ashamed to be what they, you know, to be their true authentic self. And so, you know, it's like what's happening to dating nowadays in general, no matter how you meet or where you meet. I think it's just difficult. Um, 
because everybody's afraid to get caught in the field. Nobody wants to feel, you know, fall into feelings anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And it's all a matter of, okay, he sent me a text. Okay, what's the, you know, is it the three-day rule of how far, you know, how long does it take to text you back? Oh, well, I meant to get back to you, but you didn't. Oh, but you were, you know, available on your Facebook, and I saw you tweeting and posted stuff <laughs> on your Instagram, but you didn't have time to message me back, you know. And oh, God, preach it, sister, preach it. I know, and guys are like, well, you know, you've got all these guys that are, you know, commenting on your, your photo or their saying mm-hmm. things that are inappropriate and you know it's like it's exhausting to the point where people just don't even want to go out and just have fun with each other anymore it's it's a job you gotta know remember which way to swipe I still don't know what to do with that I don't know which way to swipe <laughs> um, like you like like left you don't but <laughs> oh okay I got that one I, I, I got that one down <laughs> you know, and then you have guys that are out there sending you dick pics, and you're like, "What the hell? I didn't ask for that." And they're like, "You know, well, I want you to see what you have coming at you." I'm like, "Wow, is that all you have going for you?" Mm. You know, and it's 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 almost like this huge clusterfuck out there. Dating is. I'm the very old of surprise is gone. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes that element of surprise is like, um, and I'm not superficial. I am so not superficial. Not at all. I, like I said, I don't see the human body, the, the, the body suit. I see the inside. But I did, <laughs> I did meet, agree to meet one guy, and it's been, oh, man, probably about nine years ago. And <clears throat> we were messaging back and forth. We agreed to meet. He was from Louisiana, and we were going to meet in Beaumont. But okay, let's do that. You know, it's about halfway for both of us. In his picture, he had a nice head of hair, and he said on his profile that he was 35 um, at the time, and you know, was into health and fitness, and was um, didn't eat meat and all this stuff was into hiking and biking and was very active and so we agreed to meet and I'm getting off of my truck and this guy comes up to me he was probably about I don't know maybe 65 bald um, just totally not, I was like, maybe this is his father and he's telling me that he's not going to show up or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, it was actually him. And it wasn't that I was, I was mad at the fact that he lied. It wasn't of the fact of what he looked like. It was the fact that he lied about everything. What was this all about? What are we doing here? You know, so it yeah. makes you think. It makes you think what else is is true and what else is false. You know, it's a whole, the whole exactly. of that person is just shot. Yeah. I mean, and it's like at some point we're gonna meet. At some point, I'm gonna know. And then, you know, there's people that have the reasoning of, I want you to get to know me as a person before you judge me for what I look like. I understand that because, you know, humans can be rather harsh to other humans in judgment. I mean, hell, like we were talking about, we're judged for masturbating. So, Mm -hmm. and, you know, women, we tend to do that too. You know, we're not, uh, well, me, I am. I mean, I already said, I mean, you know, I am not, um, you know, walking a runway or anything, but I embrace who I am and what I am, and I'm very proud of what I look like. I'm a work in progress, but, you know, it's tough to date out there because you don't ever, you never know. 
what is actually going to show up or who is actually going to show up. <laughs> That's true. And, and I think the, the, <laughs> you know, Photoshop has really done a lot of damage. <laughs> and like you said, it's not it's not it's not the appearance of, of the person, but when somebody photoshops themselves to be thirty years younger and and then when they appear and they show up and you're like, Wait a minute, who are you? You know, you're not the person I was talking to. Um you know, it's just it seems like the whole thing is just a facade, it's it's false and and I don't know, it just kind of kills the whole moment because, you know, there's, there's people who, who I haven't even seen their their pictures or even um, view them, and uh, we'll be chatting, and I'll be like, I'm really kind of uh, intrigued by this person or kind of like I feel some sort of a chemistry towards them and not even see them yet. And um, I think that's one of the, the, the things that's really killing um, uh, the dating scene and it is, is people, you know, not being true to themselves and, and embracing who they are and just showing who they are and, you know, for real, you know, on, on, on social media. Just just take a picture and throw it on there. If somebody is, you know, attracted to you, they're, they're going to message you and everything's going to be right and everything's going to be real, everything's going to be true. And, and you know, you're not going to have to have that. Yeah, it's, the, the person's going to show up and they're going to say, there you are. You know, the person I've been talking to, let's go out, you know, continue this conversation and have a great night but then if they show up and they go who are you it's almost like starting all over from from scratch and, and it really ruins yeah. the whole the whole thing you know right and, and you know and, and sometimes it's just a lot for people to handle I'm a lot for someone to handle period just because of nah. what, I, <laughs> what I am and what I, what I do it's like, hey, so what do you do for a living? Do you really want to know? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I put a pic, I did a boudoir photo shoot back in November. And I froze my ass and my nipples off. It was cold because I went <laughs> to the mountains. And everybody knows me as the moon goddess. So, I mean, I'm always out with the moon. So I chased the last supermoon of 2016. So I'm up in white and I'm embracing the moon, literally. So when I posted that picture, a lot of people had never really seen me, like seen my bare butt. And Mm -hmm. I was very tasteful. But it struck so, I mean, there were people that didn't know what to think. Some were quite intrigued, some were inspired, and some were like, um, yeah, no, no. I'm like, well, you know, first of all, we were never in that zone of interest with each other, so yeah, no to you, man, yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I put it out there, what I am, what I do, because it's a lot for someone to embrace, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of guys who can't handle, you know, someone that they're potentially interested in that is on air talking about sexuality and teaching sexuality. And so they don't quite know what to expect. And so that freaks them out more so than the physical or they think, oh, yeah, she really does like sex. Yeah. Next, please. Wow, you asked for someone. <laughs> Careful what you ask for because you just might get it. All right. So, you know, there's a lot. It, it's it's almost exhausting. I, I have surrendered to the universe a long time ago. I will have my warrior, and he will see me, like you said, and be like, oh, there you are. Yay, you found right. me. You know? <laughs> and it'll be a beautiful journey. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll have to do this again. We're down to the last 10 minutes. We still have time, but um, yeah, we'll have to do the whole online dating thing. I know you were, before the show, you were telling me that you had quite a few stories. I think we need to 
We need to split that off. <laughs> I think we all do. Oh my God, it's the nature yeah. of the beast. Again, you know, with, right. I would like, I, you know, I'm 43, almost 44, and I remember mm-hmm. Three's Company. You remember Three's Company? Did you ever watch Three's Company? I sure did. And you know, sure Jack Tripper would make dinner and would have his dates come over and. Nobody was going to get raped. Nobody was going to act. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there was always some kind of drama. But, you know, it was, that's how you dated back in the day. You mm-hmm. invited your date over for dinner. Or he picked you up. You know, you don't, good girls don't go out on dates where you have to meet, you know, the guy is supposed to come and pick you up. Now it's like, I'm not giving you my email address. I'm not giving you, you know, you can have my Facebook but you know all these rules. You don't mm-hmm. want anybody to know where you live. You're not getting my phone number. You're not getting anything. I'm gonna have somebody on backup to call in case I take a look at you and there's nobody. I don't like you, or you're saying mm-hmm. the wrong thing. I'm gonna have my 911 call. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> I've only had to do that once. Did you ever have to bail on a date? Uh, three times. Oh wow. Three times. And I, I used my daughter. And my daughter beats me. I got to get home. You know? Uh, so, that's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what about you, Ernie? Did you ever have to bail? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hate to, but sometimes it's like, no, save me. Save me now. I only did it once. Oh. I will listen. I did it once, but, you know, he was trying to make out with the waitress, and I was like, no, I'm I'm out of here. Y'all have fun. Mine was undressing in the car going down the main road, so it was uh, was kind of a... I'm sorry, back up what? Undressing herself while I was driving down the middle of the main road, you know, taking her shirt off, took her bra off, and... Wanted to show me her goods so I could see what they looked like. And oh, wow. It was our first time it was our first time meeting, and it was just a little too awkward for me. So. Wow, yeah, that's a bit much. <laughs> Most guys are probably out there listening yeah. be like, oh, my God, yes, what's her name? I think maybe I'm a, I'm a different animal because I've got to be really mentally stimulated. Uh, for everything else to fall into place, you know. That's and, uh, me. If I'm not, if I'm, I, yeah, if I'm not mentally I'm stimulated, it's, yeah. <laughs> if I'm not mentally stimulated, you're not going to, well, it's not going to happen. I mean, that's, I need to be mentally, it's like mental foreplay for me. And when I say mental mm-hmm. foreplay, a lot of people are like, oh, does that mean talk dirty? No, let's talk about, you know, evolution and whatever else, aliens, SpongeBob SquarePants. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But let's yeah, have there's... conversation. That's, you know, that's I, I just like... So back to masturbation, because I know we kind of got off track there. So, Sunny, are you comfortable enough with yourself now that... You do that? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm very comfortable now. Just out of curiosity, what is, I mean, how often do you feel you need to do that? Uh, Gosh, it all depends on how much I'm working during the day, but uh, usually twice a day. Okay. Once in the morning, once in the evening, so... Yeah, that's like a shower. It's like I got to, you right. know, <laughs> take one at night, take one in the morning. <laughs> you need one to fall asleep, you need one to wake up, you know. A lot of people don't do that. And, you know, a lot of people still put stigma on how much is too much. I don't think there's such a thing as too much. And, again, if you find yourself in a relationship and you find that you're a bit desensitized, Mm-hmm. Then you know, let her. 
You know, right. it wasn't until recently that it was not so, it was still taboo, but not quite as that men were coming out. You know, it was seen more in the movies and it was out there that men were, you know, good housekeeping. You know, you see boys on TV, you know, you know, rubbing one out to their mom's good housekeeping or whatever, their Victoria's <laughs> Secret catalogs, whatever they have laying around. Uh, but, you know, for women, it's very much, it's always been just almost illegal, so to say, or just more than, you know, just taboo because women were not. We were, you know, we're trained way back in the day that you did not have a sex drive. You were not supposed to feel any urges or wants or needs or, you know, if you felt, you know, any kind of desire. It was, it was, you know, they called it hysteria, literally. And they, they branded these women as hysterical. And, you know, the church most religions will still view it as self-abuse. Right. And so, you know, and some women will feel like they're cheating on their spouse. And that's where a lot of women get upset when their husband or their boyfriend is actually engaging in masturbation because they feel like he's cheating on her or that he's not going to want her um, and I'm, I'm got three and a half minutes left, and I want you know, I want you guys to answer this. Um, and that's why I was asking, you know, the frequency of what, you know, how often you did that, because a lot of, you know, some women think that a man that masturbates once, twice a day, is not going to want his partner. To me, I think it's more of a fill-in. You know, um, mm-hmm. she's at work, and I'm, you know, if I mean, am I wrong? Do you guys think? Because, I mean, sometimes you you mismatch libidos. Okay, funny answer. What do you think? Do you still find that no matter how often you do it, you would still be able to go at it with your partner? Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, a lot of times uh, going at it, you know, when when, when you're masturbating, uh, a lot of times I'm thinking of the partner while I'm masturbating because I can't be with them at the time. Um so I think it, it actually increases my uh, arousal and my excitement to be alone with them to actually have sex later on, you know. <clears throat> so yeah, definitely it hasn't it hasn't hindered hindered that at all. It's actually increased my um, my ability to to please my partner. I totally agree. What about you, Ernie? We got mm-hmm. two minutes left. Yeah, definitely. But you know, like. Of course, right now I'm single, so, you know, just an occasional, and I hate to say this, one-night stand, like, it really doesn't, like, fulfill the the enjoyment of, of, you know, being with that one partner, but, you know, it just still satisfies the need, I guess, but I think it'll be better once, you know, I find that one special person. Exactly, exactly. I think that... Everybody needs to do their homework tonight and explore and and, and mm-hmm. find what feels good and just have fucking fun and do it anyway. <laughs> Even if you know what feels good. <laughs> homework for all you people on the front porch tonight. Tonight. Rub one out. I have enjoyed you guys. Thank you so much for joining me, Sunny. Chloe, you can't thank you so much. Ernie, thanks to you. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being so open. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been getting a lot of messages. (laughs) So a lot of women are quite intrigued. We'll have to do this again. So everybody, go to my website, www.frontporchsextalkwithmonicalee, and sign up for my newsletter. Keep up with everything that is Monica Lee. And you can catch me every Wednesday here, 8 p.m. Next week, 
hopefully I will have the Golden Girls on. It is sex 65 and over. You don't want to miss it. Those of you who know the Golden Girls know they are awesome. So, from all of us here, me and Elvis Presley, that's not a whole lot, but for me and Elvis Presley, from my front porch to yours, I send you all of my love. Until next time. Bye.